Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. We are your hosts of the show, Karen and Kelly Sarlow. Whether you're struggling with grief or you just need answers, we connect you with spirit to find relief, clarity, and direction in life. We can help you move forward. Good morning, Kelly. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. I'm looking forward to this podcast. You've been uh, hinting at it, so I'm kind of sitting on edge here. (laughs) Okay. May I have the name of a male, please? I will choose Cole. Okay, thank you. So at the very beginning of the session here, first of all, to set it up for you guys as listeners, um, we have some parents that book an appointment. And the purpose, when I when we first start the session, I said, what do the two of you want today? And I'm just going to call them mom and dad. Oh, okay. We are not going to name those two. So you're only going to have one name in the show. It's Cole, and he is their son. Aren't mom and dad like the highest honor names that you can have anyway? Aren't they names in and of themselves? Yeah. Sometimes when I get log on to Facebook, I type mom. (laughs) I forget that you actually have a name. (laughs) When I go to search you and I'm like, Facebook doesn't know. I mean, they know, but they don't know. Right. Oh my. I think a lot of people can associate with that. Yeah. That's good. So mom and dad are distressed. You can see it physically at the beginning of the session that they're stressed out. And that's not uncommon, mm-hmm. really. Like, and, and I don't know why as a human being until I'm connecting to the spirit world for them. And I didn't get pre-stuff. And I know listeners know that sometimes we do. Sometimes we yeah. get these big downloads before your session and we know exactly why you're calling. And at other times, we don't. We it, Maybe we're busy in another session or mm-hmm. we're... I don't know. There's just other things that are just life, right? So you can visibly see that the two of them are nervous and that mom and dad um, are looking for something. I'm going to say from what I can see that they're looking to have some stress relief here. Mm-hmm. Isn't that why everyone calls? I think so. It's relief about something. That's why we call any professional. Yeah, that's you true. You can do something I can't. Please relieve me of this thing. So you're just pointing out the obvious this morning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I am stating things that are obvious. All right. <laughs> okay. We have roles. <laughs> right. Jeez. Okay. So I asked them what, like, after getting through the consent process, what it was that they were looking for and that what they wanted in the session. And the this very simple statement was, we just are calling you because we need you to connect to our son. Mm. And that was it. And I said, did you want to offer any other information? to allow them to have that time and space if they do. And they said, nope, we understand that the less you know, the better it is for you. And I said, that is true. So I do appreciate that. And I said, then I'm just going to check in with the spirit guides and I'm going to ask Cole's soul to come forward and just give me some random information first. And the spirit guides came in and said, yes, um, he is a lover of animals and they want to know that. This is significant. And I said, well, what kind of animals? And they said, um, in particular, cats, dogs. He has some, um, but he also likes everybody else's, and he has a very strong bond to them. And I said, okay, I will begin with that. So I did, because we're just simply looking for, are we connecting? And so I offered them that information, and they both went, yes, absolutely. And you could see just alone in that one tiny validation that somebody else in the audience here today listening might go, don't all kids like cats and dogs? A hard no. Yeah, because 
this is a significant piece of information for coal. And while other people may be dismissive of something they think everybody should feel, there are kids that are afraid of cats and dogs. Mm -hmm. So this is important as a validation for these particular people. And it becomes super evident as we get through the session, why? So then the spirit guide said, okay, we want to show you Cole's brain. And I'm thinking, that's really cool. I'd love to see it. And they said, and we want to be able to explain his brain to you. As you look at it, you're going to need to understand his brain, not just look at it and see green squiggly things going and connections looking like they're broken. We want to tell you why they're broken and we want to say how they can be repaired. That's really freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay, sorry. Yes, and valuable. Yeah. It's one thing to just call something cool, but we don't always evaluate cool with having value. Well said. Yeah, because you can be fascinated by a piece of information and do nothing with it. But we're talking about neural connections potentially not being there. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, and what you can do about that. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, please. Yeah. So I got to listen to his soul and all of his guides and my guides, making sure I'm not in my freaking ego. So first of all, his guides are there to help his soul explain all of this to me. And my guides are there to make sure they're keeping Karen Sarlo as a human being in check. So if I go into my fear, like, oh my God, I'm not a neuroscientist. Why do I think I can understand this shit? which is a fair thing to think as a human being, then the guides are there to go, no, no, you're fine. We're giving you this information. You're not an ego. You don't need to do that. And I appreciate the role that my guides play in every single one of those sessions to hold an ego in check, whether it's I think it's I can do anything or I don't think I can do this. Because you can swing it both ways, my right? Brain, my brain goes to, I can do anything that the guides let me do. <laughs> yeah. That's Perfect. the limit. Perfect. It's so true. But we still need to be reminded yeah. of that in every single session. And I know I'm going off on a little tangent here. Yeah, reel it in. Reel it in? <laughs> Give me one second and I'll reel it in for you. Um, I need that. I, I need that because sometimes it will take me into a really deep place of empathy and really staying connected to Cole. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going into my own fear and my own feelings. I'm not good enough or whatever it is shit that I might be. Or I'm so good. Yeah. yeah. Flipping it that I'm just so good and, and that, you know, I just, I can do anything. Um, and I never need to be corrected or checked or told I'm incorrect but that they keep me in this healthy balance and it goes minute by minute in sessions. Mm -hmm. It's it's so good because they'll they'll interject instantly. And I rely on that. I rely on that relationship and the job they perform. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so back out of that little tangent. Um, so then they show me his brain and they start explaining it and they start saying, look, this is the way he was born. That's important to the parents because they know this. They're going to know if Cole was born with these issues or if he developed them later in life. They, this, is, this is going to end up being factual information. And then they say things to me like, this is where things get broken. 
um, in his um, verbal ability to express. That's important because then that's showing me that he has some other abilities to actually put things together so that things can make sense. That's important. So if there's a gap somewhere in the brain where he's processing something, but he can't totally get it out of his mouth properly, then that that hopefully can tell the proper professionals, because that wouldn't be me, those might be his teachers or a speech path or a psychiatrist. I don't really know all the names of all of those professionals that do all of this stuff. So I really don't want to leave anybody out, but those people that then can talk to the parents and be able to say, this is actually what happens with your son when he's learning or when he's doing things. And then the spirit guides say, but if he's given enough repetition, he gets to build these things back. And through constant patience and repetition, he can get to levels of success that are quite good. Like verbal? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So he's... he's Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. He's technically nonverbal. Yes. Until he's developed enough repetition that he can grab a bit of verbal. Yeah. And the thing is, Kelly, is that even as life goes on, he's going to need repetition all the time in some structures to keep. So say at the very beginning, he learns how to put nouns and verbs together and then the adjective and then the article, whatever, right? That he's going to have to constantly have repetition for stuff like that so that it gets stronger and then he gets to add on to it. So I'm explaining this to them and they said to me, do you know how old he is? And I'm thinking, oh, where's this coming from? <laughs> but I, I got to understand why they, asked the, why they asked the question. But I went to the guides and I said, okay, they're asking for an age. Am I being tested? And they went, no, you're not actually being tested. They're blown away that you have this much information about him because they he's old enough that they're starting to see this in a process. They're putting things together in their head right now. And they're so excited, Karen, because you're validating something for them. And I'm then, and we're going to say more for one parent than the other mm. that's causing fights between the parents. And so they're, they're having a little bit of a meltdown because they're realizing there's a way to stop our fights. Oh. And I'm like, really? Just out of all of that information? That is incredible. Really incredible. Because here Cole is coming in and saying, this is how my brain works, and they need to know this. And as they know this, one of them is going to get a validation that they're pretty on their game, and they're really observant, and they really are connected to me. And the other parent is going to be able to go, holy shit, I need to stop arguing and fighting with my spouse. I don't want to anyway, so this is relief. I can trust my partner. Uh, and I'm not going to say which parent today, because I just don't want anybody in the audience to sit there and go, come on, I want to know it's the mom. Mm. Come on, I want to know it's the... Mm. Because we tend to have a lot more listeners that are women. And I really don't want one parent to think that this is a sexist thing, that this is a mommy issue, that mummies are more connected. 
So I really want to take that out of the show today and just let men and women listen to this and not have to think, am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. And, and how about just being able to sit there and go, okay, these are human abilities regardless of gender or sex, however you want to word that, um, it's my belief system that's allowing me or not allowing me to make the connections. And as a result of my belief system, I'm picking fights with my partner. Mm -hmm. And my partner is trying to stand their ground out of love for our son and really wants to be connected to me as the partner. Well, this this is neat because you're you know you introduced it, and, and fair enough in your defense, you introduced it that the parents came in distressed, that they want to be able to help their son who's semi or mostly nonverbal, but you're bringing up a second layer, a second problem that there are sounds like continuous fights mm-hmm. or disagreements slash disconnections mm-hmm. between partners because of it. Yep. And then the partner that is stuck in the beliefs is creating challenges in the school system, challenges as a result of all of this belief system. And then the other parent that is getting it correct is feeling like I have to go in and correct what my partner has said, Uh and I have to stand up for my son. But now I'm standing up for my son in an educational system, and I'm standing against my partner. Isn't that a mess? Mm -hmm. And then ultimately, what we're not talking about yet is however old this son or child, period, is I'm causing distress in their life where they're seeing that they're their abilities or limitations, however you want to look at this, is directly causing problems between his parents. Yes. And how, how do we prevent the child from feeling at fault for that? Yes, and it comes out then, all in a row here, Kelly, that he, Cole, is now trying to spend more time with the parent who isn't getting it right Because he sees that parent's pain. Because he sees that parent's disconnection to him. And he knows it's causing that parent distress. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to fix the problem by choosing that parent over the parent that's got it right. Which means that parent who's getting it right feels like, am I getting it wrong? He's picking the other parent. Mm -hmm. And the parent who's getting it wrong, who he's choosing to spend more time with, believes they've got it right, which is creating a shitstorm of dysregulated feelings between everybody, is creating havoc in the right person (laughs) who's got the right information feels like they're going crazy, mm-hmm. but now really has, is trying to double down and is trying to say, no, I'm, I have to double down no matter what's going on, but is feeling horribly isolated. Mm-hmm. Are, well, aren't they all? Oh my God. That's the best statement of the whole show. Aren't they all? Yeah. Because Cole is isolated in his abilities or limitations to communicate. To, like, I mean, can really, can Cole stand there and say, mom or dad, you've got it wrong. This is where I'm at. No. So he's trying to compensate with affection. Yeah. 
And here is this beautiful soul showing up in our session, Cole, fully present with all his spirit guides going, okay, Karen, you've got your guide over there to watch your ego, so let's give her. We got to fix this shit. Mm. Because I have the right as a child to love both parents equally, and I want to. And to not have to choose. Exactly. And my parents both love me, and they are both trying to demonstrate love, but it's creating absolute fights in the family and now complete disturbances in a school system that also wants to support me and can't figure out how to with conflicting parents. And they're not divorced. Mm -hmm. These are parents living in the same home trying their darndest to be a healthy family, trying their darndest to keep the family together. I find it so wild just as, you know, part of human nature that you can start off on the same page of what you want to achieve together, whether it's parents, you know, parent, child, friends, coworkers, whatever, and get so far off of that intent because we want to be right. Yeah. And I know that they want to be right because the bottom line is that if I'm right, I, I'm, I'm connecting to my child. And I just need my parent, my, the other parent, my partner here, just to get on the same page as me. Yeah. As opposed to, okay, we, we can't hear each other. So go, let's go listen to somebody who can connect to Cole. Mm-hmm. And I'm super happy that they were brave enough or maybe desperate enough. Yeah, whichever. <laughs> we'll take it. Because sometimes brave and desperate go really well together. Yeah, nothing left, nothing left to lose. Yeah, because sometimes you find that little tiny drop of the courage that you need to get in the door to make a call like this to a psychic medium who connects to the spirit world to say, all fucking right. <laughs> you and I are a hot mess as a couple. We're destroying this family. We are, we, we are fucking up the school system where everybody is actually wanting the very same goal. Mm-hmm. So how do we all get on the same page? So now we've got two parents with ears wide open listening, and Cole comes in and says, listen, I connect to animals in such a significant way to communicate with them and for them to communicate back with me that I want to go to a school where they teach repetition for the brain, where they teach the things that I need, and I have to go live there. So they're going to have to let me go live there at a young age. I want to be around the animals and the the system that the school is affiliated with. I don't mean the school is on a farm. I don't, like, they're affiliated with. So they take their students to a farm with horses and work with them. Cool. They take them where their farm has dogs and cats and has all, chickens and all of these different things where the students are able to connect to the animals And I don't know, I don't want to get too far into explaining what the school does here, but he wants to go to this type of school and it is not in his city. So then he says to me, look at, you're going to have to tell my parents a few things that are very strategic. Buck up and listen to me. I fucking love it. Let's get this done on like stickies on our notes on a post-it note. Let's go. I want to go to the school, research the school. It's south of where we live. They'll know where to go because there's a larger city center directly south of us. They'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I say south. 
the school is there and the affiliate stuff is a little bit away a ways, that's okay. And this school has a system where they have students from all over where we live in, in a broader area where there's accommodations and I can live there. I want to go because this is going to make or break my life. And I want to go because I want independence. And I will get my independence so that someday I will be able to live in a group home. Mm, cool. That's the goal. And he says, now, what's going to happen is that my mom is going to end up coming down within one year of me moving down there because her school, she's a teacher, her school is going to allow her a transfer out to be with me. It's just going to take a little bit of time, but she's going to follow me. We're going to live together for at least a couple of years. And dad and my other sibling, which I did not know until he said that, are going to follow me. Dad will follow, not because he has a job to go to, but because mom has a secure job and he can go and work from home and that he'll end up more with like an online consulting business, which is where dad wants to go. Oh my God. Okay. So he says, this is the plan for the family and they have to do this because I am going to lead my family. If anyone is loving this show... We have another one in the archives, CEO of the family. It oh. is so similar to this one. It's absolutely excellent. Uh, just just in case people are like, I need more of this. Yeah. Like he like he literally can show up as as I'll say as an adult energy, meaning that he he, he and his soul can come across like look at I have access to all this information about our future. Mm-hmm. You need to give this information to my mom and my dad because this is going to make sense to them, especially when you say my mom is a teacher and she can validate that for you. And when you say that dad is going to end up coming down and turning his stuff into consulting work because that is dad's goal and that's going to make my parents go, oh my God, these are the places where we all want to be. I love that this session has completely turned from which one of us is right yeah, and connecting properly with our son to him being like, also, here's what's going to go down because this is what's going to give me the best life possible. And you guys want to be amazing, supportive parents and have healthy careers and independent lives. Let's both win. Let's all win. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. And, and Kelly, like I like how you say that because it totally illustrates our purpose, Mm -hmm. which is love, which is giving people the answers and the tools to stay connected, to love each other, and to live the best lives they can live. Yeah. I won't disagree with you because ultimately the goal is the emotion and experience of love. But to be very clear, our job is clarity and direction. Yeah. Over and over again, people sit down in that seat, you know, across from Zoom, to get clarity and direction for their own lives. Thank you. So this leads right into the fact that he directly says to them, go research that school, I'm going. He says to them things like, look at, look into the school to see if they have the therapy that I'm talking about, because this is the way that my brain works. Make sure you're getting it. So he gives them actual specific steps. When you get off this call, this is what you know you need to do. 
And the two of you as a couple now know what you need to do. You need to get on the same page. Mm-hmm. Because now they can walk out of this session and the fights can end. Yeah, this can be, okay, let's get our asses into therapy. Let's have communication skills. Let's read books together. Let's let maybe ask each other questions about how are we showing up for our son and not pitting ourselves against each other, believing we're on opposite ends of the table. Yeah. How do we show up and and be there to support each other as like, what do you need as you're supporting our son? That's a great question to be asking each other because then ultimately they're going to have to know and ask themselves, what do I need as I'm supporting our son? Cool. So I, I want to wrap this up because mm-hmm. let, let's keep it kind of um, short and sweet and accessible for listeners. I love that there's a plan. We've said that many times. I I fucking love that the son is the guide. Like when parents show up to say, my goal is to be the best parent possible for my kid, not the best person in the world, not the best parent in the world, the best parent for my kid. That's an incredible intent, right? And and here you are, Karen, to help me do that because you have access to these beautiful guides. And I want I want to be there and show up in my own life. That's that's commendable. Mm-hmm. to say the very least. And then on top of that, like, let's talk about the fact that here's this plan laid out for them. They get to choose what they want to do with their messages. So they walk away and Cole has already said, you follow through with these things. Our family is like singing, all of us. You ignore this plan, it's further descent. Expect the fights to get worse. Expect to be on opposite sides of the table for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he showed up to do a beautiful job for himself. Oh, yeah. He showed up to do a beautiful job for the two people that love him and who he loves. Yeah. And this semi-nonverbal person is standing there saying, I know what you want. And we can all achieve that thing. And none of us have to suffer in our goals and aspirations. Right. If you two would just get your heads out of your asses. And, here, and here's how. <laughs> oh, that's lovely, eh, Kelly? Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlos. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode. Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. We are your hosts of the show, Karen and Kelly Sarlow. Whether you're struggling with grief or you just need answers, we connect you with spirit to find relief, clarity, and direction in life. We can help you move forward.